Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I've got a lot of fun stuff to dive into today. This one just wanted to move through me. So we will see where we're going to go. I want to talk about death and rebirth. I'm still on this topic. This is the theme of this month in the Channel Collective membership, which if you're not already a member, I highly recommend you join in. Epic meditations, live calls, messages from the guides, daily energy updates. It's so much fun. So check that out. Um, But yeah, that's been the theme this month that I'm just seeing as I'm hitting different angles of this again and again, like in my own life and then just with the messages coming through. So I want to continue with this theme because it's really affecting a lot of people. I really don't feel like since I started doing energy work and intuitive work I've ever experienced, like just in terms of as long as I've been doing this, I haven't ever experienced a time that just felt so potent with everybody moving through this death and rebirth process. And I think it's affecting everybody a little bit differently, but I think there's a lot in here for us to dive into. I just want to share though, I'm really excited because I just submitted the manuscript for my next book, which is a channel text from Melchizedek that I've talked about. So I finally like finished quote editing it on my end and now it's it's in with the production team so we are making moves so that should be out like relatively soon because there's not really much editing with books I write because they are channeled I can usually get them out pretty quick so I'm really excited for this one let me tell you this this text has been so activating for me. It has been so potent. It took me so long to get through the editing process, quote unquote, not because I was, I wasn't changing much. You know, I just go through and I change little spelling errors or like I might separate sentences. I'm just kind of sorting through because when I'm channeling it, I'm typing so fast, but I'm not changing too much. You know, I'm deciding where the paragraph, the paragraph breaks will be and things like that. But Every sentence just felt so dense for me and I was thinking I was going to get through it as quickly as I did Manifestation Mastery or even Pain Love Purpose, but my last two books, but like this was really dense and it it unlocked so much in me and like it, I was really, I was honestly like really exhausted as I would move through just like a couple paragraphs or even just one page, I would need to like integrate and sit down and lay down and I feel like it was unlocking a lot of ego deaths for me and just things were continuing to unravel. So it's a really, really powerful book. I don't think I've ever taken so much time with with a book myself and I'm really excited for you guys to read it. So I'll keep you updated. You know, it's funny because these, these texts are so niche and I really feel like that's a big part of the death and rebirth thing for me, like that I'm navigating right now personally. Um just like, like how niche it is, you know, manifestation mastery, definitely. I mean, it's a channel text, which in itself is a niche, but like it's palatable. Like anybody could read that and, you know, make total sense of it. And people could read it and not even realize it's, it's channeled, you know, it's very like, I guess, digestible. It's very potent, but it's very digestible. It's really, they wrote that in a way where it would be digestible for the masses. I feel like that's really, you know, the, the point of these, these books to reach more people, but this is definitely like a a niche text. So it's going to be really interesting and I don't really know how I'm going to kind of bring it forth, so to speak, uh, because it is so niche. Like, uh, I don't know if anyone's ever tried to read like the Emerald Tablets from Thoth. I, I, I mean, it's, it's dense, you know, I, it definitely, I don't think I could even get through like two pages. I think I tried and then I didn't. It, so it's got that kind of energy to it, but it's very potent and very activating. And I actually think this is coming at the perfect time. Now that I'm talking about this, I just follow what they tell me to talk about. Cause I've got Melchizedek here who, <laughs> I shouldn't even say this. I have like nicknames for all my guides. My, and my guides are mostly ascended masters, you know? And so I used to call, I don't know if I've said this, I used to call Melchizedek Melky when I was little. 
which is like kind of like Milky. And I almost was going to name my cat Milky. If I got a, if I got a male cat, I was going to name him Milky, but I got Luna. So anyway, Melchizedek is here. All the guides are around and like, yeah, I, so they're basically saying that it's very intentional with the timing and I've been, my human has been getting annoyed with how long it's taking for a lot of stuff to get out, but it's always in divine timing and the timing is going to be perfect because it's going to hit people right when they're ready for the next unlock, the next shift. So I kind of want to, I just got to get straight into it because the guides are saying a lot right now. So let's just, let's just get into it. Um, I know a lot of people are feeling kind of another wave of this death and rebirth. And it's interesting for me as I'm seeing just things like on social media from people who don't even usually talk about the spirituality side. Like I'm hearing people use spiritual language and they don't usually. And so it's just interesting to me how it's showing up. But a lot of people are expressing like from all across the board, even people who might not even consider themselves super like energetically aware. You know, a lot of us almost expect it because we're like, oh yeah, there's going to be an eclipse. And, you know, we know that these transits are going on and things like that. But for the person that has no idea what's going on, I actually think that's a very helpful way to, to look at it. Like, for example, I like to always with the astrology readings. So if you're in the channel collective membership, there are monthly astrology readings that come through and I like to like look at it, but then I like to relook at it at the end of the month to kind of see how things mapped out and how it manifested for me in particular. Um, so I think that's a really fun way to look at it or even like, you know, on the pattern app, which I've talked about, I love the pattern app. So like looking back at the end of the transit, when something is closing up and looking at how it actually manifested, uh, compared to, you know, when, when you read the description about a transit beforehand, you can create an idea in your head about what it's going to look like. And that's not always what it's going to look like. So I like to look back at what happened. And I feel like it's really interesting just to see the number of people who, you know, don't really read into energy or any of that. And how a lot of people are expressing that they're going through something. I've seen a ton of people take social media breaks and I feel like I'm having just conversation after conversation with people in my life. Like everybody I've been chatting with recently has basically just been like, you know, I'm like, how are you? And everyone's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty shitty right now, honestly. Or, you know, I'm riding waves. It's a lot of just things are unraveling and I'll, I'll, I can say like, I'm moving through this as well, it's these consistent death and rebirth processes and it's like this wave and I feel like I'll get a lot of clarity and I'm like excited and pumped and then all of a sudden I am not and I know I have been riding some really intense emotional waves recently um, because there's like so much death energy and one of the things that, I mean, people are transitioning off the planet but also just like this grief of what was the version of us that used to exist and and because a lot of that you know is attached to the ego death and shifting of identities and one thing that is really important that they're saying right now is that it's okay to grieve and it's it's good to to grieve if that's your authentic emotion you can grieve that version of you, you can grieve that part of your life. Like that's, that's a part of the transition and just trying to jump ahead into moving forward and gratitude, you know, for the new, if that's very authentic for, for you, then great. But there's that really beautiful space just to honor our emotions. And there can be sadness, you know, with a transition, like we can have a jumble of emotions that maybe don't map onto each other, but that is really mastery in the emotional realm, it's being able to hold many emotions at the same time and understand that they can all exist. Like you can be happy and sad in the same moment and just honoring all of you. That's part of honoring your fullest expression. And so a lot of these waves of grief, there's a lot of grief in the collective around people transitioning into the non-physical. There's been a lot of transitions recently. There's a lot of grief in the collective because there's a lot of ego deaths. There's a lot of stuff falling apart, you know, and I'll say the number of like Saturn return references I've seen in the last few days has been I'm like from people who probably don't even understand what a Saturn return is, which is totally fine. I mean, I don't really fully, but here's what I do know. I think a lot of us think of Saturn return as like, you know, just those, you know, two periods of our lives. But really, as I've talked to a lot of 
my friends who are astrologers, what I've really come to understand is that it's a much longer process just seeing kind of all the layers of the Saturn return and how it's playing out. Are we learning our lessons? But like whether or not you are technically going through your Saturn return in your astrology chart, which I mean, I have a lot of people around me who are going through either the first or second Saturn return right now. Like I think we're, we all kind of feel like, oh, yeah, we're, we're in this together. But I think because that energy is so strong and people are so aware now, even if you're not technically in your Saturn return, a lot of people who aren't are still feeling that energy and riding that vibrational wave. That's what the guides are showing me right now. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and so there's like a lot of grief energy and a lot of, a lot of this like space in between this confusion and a lot of this ego death thing. I want to connect here. They're telling me to bring this into like just things that I've noticed I feel are like different. I think one of the ways that this is showing up, like for me as an entrepreneur, it shows up a lot with business and content creation. I think a lot of us are feeling like the way in which we want to share is authentically changing. And, and this is very much, you know, biased by a lot of the people I work with directly and the communities I am like why, why this shows up so strongly energetically, uh, when I read into it (sighs) and just from who I talk to and patterns I see, but there's kind of this big shift for people who create content, which whether or not you're a content creator, like, I mean, our content consumption is a huge part of our lives. There's this huge shift for people wanting to do it a bit differently. I feel a lot of people want to pull back. I think a lot of people are starting to get really affected by the screen time and by the energetic availability that social media and technology creates. Like I think that's really tugging on people's systems. I know it's been tugging on my system. I'll dive into it. Um, you know, how much of our lives we want to show, being on video, different, even certain platforms, like, and what I'm, what I'm saying really is like a lot of people have kind of built their whole business or their brand or their community on a certain platform or by sharing in a certain way. And I just feel a lot of people are kind of hitting their breaking point of like, this isn't working anymore, but there's intense fear around changing it and sadness around changing it. And part of that is confusion of like, well, what do I do next? Or I've done it this way for so long. And just listen to as I describe this, because even if you're not in this situation, like listen to the emotions and see where this might be showing up in your life. This feeling of I've done it this way for so long, I don't even know what the next step is. It can even be, you know, okay, I get that this isn't working for for me anymore and I'm open to whatever the next iteration is, but like, I don't even know what that looks like. Like, I'm actually confused. And I think that's the tricky part is, you know, there's the acceptance of it. And a lot of people have been fighting the acceptance of it and just wanting to just avoid the signs that it's not working anymore, but they're getting louder and louder and louder. And I feel a lot of people's bodies are actually really giving out right now. I think they're, the guys are saying like mental health, depression, anxiety, and physiological issues, which can manifest in a number of ways. I mean, that could be fatigue, that could be digestive issues, that could be skin issues, eczema, that could be, um, they're bringing up like ovarian cysts. Um, I mean, it can manifest in so many different ways when your body is saying like, I'm stressed, (laughs) like this isn't working for me or any type of nervous system dysregulation. People are first have to come to terms with this isn't working anymore and accept that and then be like, okay, well, what's the path forward? And I think, I mean, at least for me, that's like the really difficult part. I think for a lot of people, it's the acceptance piece, but that's where a lot of people are at right now, like taking time for themselves and realizing like, I just need a break. And we've created this culture where we're all just too freaking involved with each other. Like there's just too much access. Um, I'll say, and actually I want to, I'm going to kind of set the stage here and then I just want to let them, I'm like, can I get some answers? Let y'all, let y'all come in (laughs) guides. Um, like just noticing how what worked for me before isn't working for me anymore. And it kind of feels like it's day to day. Like I've noticed, and I think I've talked about this here, but like I'm really sensitive with being on video and being on like screens. I can do, I can handle a lot more calls um, 
when I'm not on video, like if it's just audio only, it's a lot easier on my system. But I think because the energetic exchange is so much more intense, like on video, um, cause it's closer to being in person, it really drains my system. And so I've had to like really be careful of that. And it's gotten, you know, like I've sorting through that on with, with my business in my life with like the number of calls I'm used to having every day and like, how can we switch the format? I mean, just trying to manage my energy because if I'm on video for like too many hours a day, which, you know, m- most of what I do is I just completely like burn out and I'm being guided to do a lot more writing and just like, you know, just trying to manage my energy. And so I'm noticing that. Or I think about, I was just talking to one of my friends about this, like, I used to share literally everything in my life. Like I used to share everything I was eating, everything I was doing, all of my thoughts. Um, you know, I'd just be talking to my phone all day and like it was so fun and it, and it worked for me then. And then I got a point where it was exhausting me. Like it was completely exhausting me. And so I just pulled back so I could like manage my energy, you know? And it's like, I'm just looking at, um, you know, what's the example everybody uses? It's like, it's all just money in your bank account. Like, how do I really want to use my energy right now? And it's like, okay, would I rather use up all my energy for the day sharing all this random stuff I'm doing in the day? Or would I rather concentrate the energy so I can show up fully for the healing session tonight and, you know, get, facilitate an energy healing session for people? Like, like I'm picking my priorities. Uh, and I think that's what, well, I know <laughs> that's what they're saying. That's what we're really being called up to right now. It's a reevaluation of priorities is what they're saying. That's what's available for us in this in-between, in this transformation. And that gets to update and change. It's it's totally normal. It's okay. It's a natural part of life of, you know, maybe this was my priority at this time uh, in my life during this phase, but now my priorities have updated. What gave me energy before maybe isn't anymore. And there's something else that wants to come through that really would be lighting me up and where I really do want to be focusing. And so I feel a lot of people... Like we have so much, let me tell you, (laughs) every client I have (laughs) for energy healing, it's like half of the work is just detangling them from everybody else, like the energy cords and then clearing out like EMF stuff and technology. It's just a lot of like energetic entanglement that has to do with how often like people text each other and call each other and watch other people on social media and are using social media. Like that in itself, I swear is 50% of people's energetic issues. And that's also why people feel really confused because so what they're saying is a lot of the lack of clarity is, and even it's not that you're not clear. It's that this is where you're disconnected from your soul because the voice of the mind has gotten too loud and you can feel the vibrational pull of everyone else Desiring you to stay in alignment with the previous identity and how you used to do it before, just because that's what they know. That's what they're comfortable with. And because you feel that vibrational pull so strongly, you can't necessarily see the way forward, right? Which is one of the reasons why, like, whenever I need massive clarity, I got to do something drastic, which is usually, like, I need to spend a week away from everybody. And I, I, I said this before, it usually takes me, like, two or three days to actually detox from everybody else's energy and to actually like feel silence in my system. Like I don't get the same thing if it's, if it's a two or three day trip to just, just being totally honest. It like takes me a full two to three days to actually be like, whoa, everybody else's thoughts and energy is like fully gone and it's just quiet and it's still. And that's where a lot of clarity comes in. And I think a lot of us feel unclear all the time because we're just picking up on everyone else's thoughts. You know, it's kind of like, Look, when you open your psychic gifts, if you think that everything that you're hearing or seeing or knowing is accurate, you're going to get confused because it's you're, it's just all the things in the cloud. It's just, but you got to sort through what's in the cloud, like what's accurate and what's not. Like what exactly are you tuning into? What's the specific question? Because if you ask a certain question and you're not specific, you're probably just going to pick up on what the collective energy is, or what the collective belief is, which is not necessarily, as we know, the most helpful or accurate thing. <laughs> and what this time is about is really downloading new templates, new ways of doing things and and really doing things in a way that feels very 
in alignment for us authentically, uniquely. What they keep saying is this is about figuring out who we really are and like coming back to ourselves. That's why this inner child thing is a huge theme this month of like connect with your inner child. Your inner child has a lot to say. Your inner child has a lot of guidance. Think about the things that you used to like to do that you could get all day lost in. Like, what did you love to do when you were a kid? And have you gotten far away from that now? Because that's the thing that can reconnect us with our higher selves, with the truth of who we really are. Our inner child is so helpful in that way. So a lot of inner child work. And I think about, you know, when I was a kid and it was like, I never paid attention to what anybody else thought. Like I just was in my dreamland, just like doing my thing, you know? And that's when I felt most myself. And as adults, we can just get like too much information. You know, I think with business, I say this all the time. Like I know too much about business. It's in my way. I need to just like dump it out, dump out the thoughts. And that's a really good practice energetically. At the end of every day, I always tell my clients, literally dump out everybody else's energy. Lean over, dump it out. Imagine that you are in a giant bubble and you unplug the bottom and just all the energy just flows back into the earth. Like dump it all out, dump it all out. I don't need this anymore. And notice how different you feel after that. So people, so yes, we're in, we're in these waves of death and rebirth. And a lot of us want it to be like this one and done. Okay. I went through the death. Now here's the rebirth, here's the clarity. It's not like that though, because what's happening now more than ever before, it's they're showing me it's like an onion. We're peeling off the onion. And what they're actually showing me is that what's happening is such a bigger frequency shift than than ever before. This is actually like becoming like a new version of ourselves because there are a lot of DNA upgrades that are coming with this. A lot of, ooh, this is interesting. This actually makes sense. A lot of star code activations, a lot of reconnection with galactic family. If you're listening to this, you're probably a star seed. Because a lot of our higher guidance, our star families, our spirit guides, like really want to come through really loudly right now. So they're making themselves themselves known. This is really interesting. This is a very physiological change. Uh and so things are going to have to detox <laughs> physically. But what this really is, is a recalibration to get us on mission. And we have free will choice. But also, if your soul came here with a specific mission that wanted to get carried out in a specific way, all of the energetic momentum in your life is going to be pushing you like a very strong wave pushing you to carrying that out. And so it can feel so intensely sending you in that direction that doing everything else, anything else is just too exhausting. It just consistently doesn't work. And that's, that's the nuance there. Like I've described this a lot in my life. Like (laughs) I technically do have a choice if I want to do this or that, but casually speaking, it's like, I don't really have a choice because to me, living a life of consistent resistance and things not working out and me always being redirected over in this direction, that's not really a choice for me. Like that's not a choice I want to entertain. So it's like, this is really the only choice is to like fulfill the mission. And people are getting really like knocked off their current path to get them closer to what is mission alignment. And so big picture, it's going to make you feel the way you want to feel. But a lot of times our human has, has it in our heads that for me to feel this way, I got to stay on this track or, you know, I've been feeling so good moving in this direction. So I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to feel better and better because it's working. But if you kept doing the same thing in three months and six months in a year, it would crash and burn. And so you're getting redirected ahead of time. You know, redirection is protection. That's what they always say. It's very true. And so that's, what's really happening is this new mission alignment and really, it just feels like there's a lot of shoulds that we've been living in. Well, I should do this. Well, I have to do it this way. Well, this is what works that wants to get broken down. That just wants to get like proven to you that actually that's not the only way it can work. That actually there's another way that there's actually an easier way. And I think a lot of us, you know, we, we know that intellectually and we believe that, but we don't actually put it into practice and we've still been doing what we've been 
doing up until this point. And it's like this final push of like, look, if you're not going to go willingly, then uh, <laughs> we're going to push you a little more, a little more intensely here. And I just think as a collective, we're going to want to use social media. Like, I feel like this is happening now. Using social media differently. Uh, there's just too many platforms. Relationships looking differently. I think a lot of people are really looking for like more direct connection. I know for me, I'm just feeling like I just really miss community. And I feel like because of just a way, the way that a lot of platforms have shifted, I feel a lot more like, I guess, disconnected from that than I used to. And that's really like why I do all of it. Like that's why I love like for me, the membership calls and like a body goddess is the program I'm running right now, like that kind of stuff, like, because it's so community oriented and like, we can feel each other's energy. And it's like that actual connection, like that, that lights me up, you know? Um, and I think that was another thing, like for, for me, like putting the podcast on YouTube, like it, because people can actually comment and like interact. It just feels so much more community oriented. And that's what we're really seeking right now. Um, and I think there, there's this period of like, take a step back, take some time for yourself to really reflect on like, what do you want though? Like if you could design your, your dream life, what would that look like? And just let yourself play there and not just play there within the parameters of what would make sense or what wouldn't negatively affect other people, because that's the huge thing coming through. It's like, we will limit our options based on, well, I can only do these these things because I don't want to negatively impact this person or that person or let's just put that all aside for a second like like what would you create if you could create anything like let yourself just go there because there's been a big like pushing down of what we're actually desiring and there's just a lot of wisdom that's gonna come through that surrender and actually just letting yourself play in the realm of what if anything was possible and it wasn't going to negatively affect anyone and everybody was going to support me or if I was alone on an island what would I really manifest right um, so a big change in social media. And I think, yeah, a big change with relationships, like new people coming in. Um, I will tell you that is a big block. That is a big block <laughs> for people as I'm just kind of seeing this, as I'm seeing this play out. Um, because we're afraid of our relationships changing. Are you, you know, this is an energy that I've been, has been coming up for me that I don't really like. It's this idea of sacrifice. I've been thinking about it. I don't really like it. I don't like the idea that I have to sacrifice something. Like I believe in abundance that we can have it all, but I think a lot of this is perception and a lot of the sacrifice energy is like, well, one way of viewing it is like, it, it is a sacrifice, but can we remove the negative connotation of sacrifice and really just see it as an energetic exchange? Because that's really what's always going on. Like energy is always just being exchanged. And so I could see like, there's one way of phrasing it. Let's say it's like, okay, am I going to give up I'm just going to give a random example, but it's not really random. Like, am I going to give up my whole social circle right now? Sacrifice that if that means that that will then allow me to, to attract in the love of my life and have the most incredible romantic relationship of my life. Or am I ready to shut down my business or my full, full career, leave it. And on the other side of that, because I do that, I sacrifice that and in exchange, I access all of my spiritual powers and abilities, my superpowers. <laughs> this is so great because I just need to start bringing all of my ponderings just straight on the podcast because I just get the answers I need. <laughs> I've been really sitting with this. Like, I don't like that. And so they're explaining it right now. So that's one way of viewing it. Like I'm sacrificing X to get Y. That's just the one perspective. Like, 
that you could see it as, but it's really just an energy. It's just really the movement of energy that if we just kind of like viewed from a higher dimensional perspective, it's just moving the energy and it's not really a sacrifice at all because what would happen is the energy would shift and move and you would feel like, oh, I'm sacrificing my friends and then getting this in exchange. When really what it is, is I'm just detaching myself from any energy that might be blocking me in and allowing myself to float to my highest frequency, which then unlocks me being able to attract in the love of my life or these gifts or whatever, and also opens me up vibrationally for true soul family to come in. So it's like, it's just an energetic exchange. And I think this, the language around sacrifice, that's just something for me to, this is like a real life example of like, okay, I can just release the negative connotation of that, that I have in my head, or it's like, it's actually just like, I guess in my head, I think of sacrifice as a bad thing, the human in me but it's just an energetic exchange and I could view it in a different way. I hope that serves somebody else too, because I haven't liked that recently, you know, and, and where this has been coming up is like, I mean, a lot of things I have been guided, lovingly forced by my higher self, whatever, to change my diet again. And like, things are getting removed from my diet that are actually making me feel a lot better, but I'm like emotionally sad about it. And I'm realizing like, wow, there's all these little things like in my daily life I'm like addicted to that I didn't think I was addicted to. And that's not really a healthy relationship to be addicted to it or to like feel like I need it. It's different to like need it versus just like want it and enjoy it. But if it wasn't there, not be attached to it. And I'm realizing, wow, I'm just attached to these like little things. Um, and with diet, you know, I'm like, cause I love food. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to give this up. And it feels like I'm sacrificing this, but then, you know, I'm, I'm feeling more energy and I'm just like feeling better overall, whatever. And it's like, okay, I can see it as a sacrifice if that has a negative connotation, or I can just see it as like, that's part of clearing the vessel, opening the space for what I really want to come in. So is it really like a sacrifice or is it just like the actions I'm taking to access all the things I really want and desire? Whew. Love this. Love this a lot. If you want to uh, manifest more money, more fulfilling relationships, better health, but despite doing your daily manifestation and visualization practices, it isn't coming to you easily, this is what you need to know. What I have learned through my own experience again and again and through the experiences of all the people I've worked with is that the main reason why people have trouble calling in more of what they want is that they have underlying limiting beliefs that there is not enough or that they aren't actually worthy of receiving what it is that they want. Here's the thing, in order to be an energetic match for more, we need to get out of scarcity mindset and start embodying the energy of abundance. This allows you to effortlessly attract more abundance to you, whether you want money, relationships, health, any physical form of abundance. If you are wondering how to align with the energy of abundance and how to effortlessly attract different forms of abundance into your life. I have created a brand new course that teaches you the exact practices that I use and my clients use to align with abundance in all areas of our life, making manifestation effortless. This course, Abundance Accelerator, includes over nine hours of video lesson content, exclusive journal prompts and exercises to help you integrate the information, and a really powerful 30-minute energy healing activation to help you align your frequency with the energy of abundance. When you enroll, you get lifetime access to all of the course materials. You can start today and you get to do this all at your own pace. So your life could change literally in a week if you are ready. If you are ready to learn how to receive the endless support and abundance that is already available to you, then you can enroll in Abundance Accelerator today by going to bit.ly slash AXL course. Again, that's bit.ly slash AXL C-O-U-R-S-E. I can't wait to hear what you manifest. There's a question in here that is connected to this whole topic. I'm just, is there anything else that you, that you want to say? Well, before I get to this, well, well, they're saying that they want you to, like, there's something really powerful about what's happening right now because a lot of us are, are like in this together and there's this opening for us to be actually very honest with ourselves and with other people. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I'll tell you, Christina, Christina will say <laughs> that I've actually had a lot of really great conversations that were very liberating for me that I was like avoiding speaking my truth in that area because I felt like it wasn't really necessary. Um, like it wasn't going to do anything, but I was like, you know what? I like can't do this anymore. 
I just want to be very clear. Like, and it's, it's not about anyone else other than like my body is saying a no. And I've had this conversation with a lot of different people in my life in different contexts. And it's like not a big deal. And they're like, okay. And I feel like there's something that energetically shifts of just like being that honest and us all, this is how we're working together to create a new way of being. And for us to actually open to understanding each other so that we can honor when people make changes and not always make it about us. Like how often do people make it about them when someone in their life changes. Like, you don't want to be friends with me anymore. Or I'm not good enough. And it's like, it it doesn't have to be about anyone else. It doesn't have to make be anyone being wrong or bad or whatever. It's just like, the more that we start to talk about this and normalize this, like people change, what's resonant for me changes. Like my body's just saying no. And I don't have a logical reason why my body is just saying no. So I'm honoring it. The more that we start to talk about this and like, express it and honor it within ourselves, the more compassionate and loving we could be for each other. And I actually think it's a really powerful thing that a lot of us are going through this huge transition right now. Like these are like, these are hard laughs. Like this is, I'm, damn, this is a year seven. Like I'm just like really putting this together. I love like, you know, tuning into the energy of it, but then I get to see how it actually plays out and I get to feel it in the moment. And like, that is satisfying like it's so interesting it's like for me like when I have clients come in when I do readings and like I, I'm seeing the path right and and over the next few years I'm watching as it actually happens and it's like so cool to like witness the transition and it can be this thing of like okay there's going to be a hard pivot in your career or your life you're going to attract this person and there's going to be a, a very important relationship that drops in right but it's different to like see that and feel that and know that versus actually live it and witness how how it's manifesting that's when things get interesting. It's like the difference between knowing what's going to happen in a movie and knowing the overview, but then actually watching the movie and be like, whoa, whoa. Right. And I think that's really like the energy we're living in. And a lot of these hard lefts are opening people up for more space, for more space with themselves, which is really more space to connect with the divine, to connect with all of the magic and miracles and, and things available for them. You know, we have a lot of clutter. We have a lot of distractions. Like we have just a lot of things that are blocking people from seeing what's really going on here. You know, I feel like what's been really beautiful for me personally through the last few months and like just my own processes and my own confusion I mean, whatever has been, like I talked about in, in the death episode recently, like just this reinvigoration of like the purpose and and my mission and like me realizing that I'm just so used to my reality and how I view the world that like other people aren't seeing this and like I, w- I want to help them see this I'm like literally I'm surrounded by holograms all the time I'm ta- constantly talking to my spirit guides like you can delegate tasks to them like like literally that you are in conversation with the universe 24 seven. There are signs around you like everywhere all day, every day. Most people just aren't seeing it. It's literally all around you. Like the, my, my friend, (laughs) uh, it's probably not my friend, Anna, Anna Wood. She's amazing. But we always joke like the script writers, they're so genius. Like you, there's, you can't make, you can't make the shit up. Like you just can't make the synchronicities, the sign, like you just can't make the shit up. It's like, it's like any well-written novel, any well-written series where it all ties together. And as you see the whole storyline play out, you're like, holy shit, like this goes back to this clue in, in book one and then that over there. And like it all comes together and you're like, oh my God, this person must have mapped out this entire world and realized all of, all of these ways that everything, you know, flowed in between itself, like big picture. And like, as you're in it, you don't realize the mastery of it all. And then you, you see the full series and you're like, holy shit, that was genius. Like, how did that all come together? And like, life is like that. Life is like that every day. Every day. Like, all like all the stuff that your inner child wants to indulge in, wants to believe in, like all of that is possible. It's right there. And I think there's a lot of places where like we've just been adulting so hard that we've just lost the magic and we've just lost the fun. And it's like, what's the point of any of this shit then? Like, really, what's the point of any of it? <laughs> I mean, that that is the question. Getting on a tangent. But there's a b- very powerful thing about doing this together and being honest with each other. And this is like being in this movement of like 
hey, we can actually understand each other on a deeper level. We can actually respect each other in a new way. We can actually learn from each other in a new way because it's been a lot of just doing the same shit. But like, this is the time where things actually change. And like, yeah, every generation brings its own changes, but like nothing's been like this before. Nothing's been like this before. Like I am here to normalize talking to your spirit guides. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> you know, uh, psychic gifts, normal. I don't know any other way. I don't. And I think life would be dull without it. Right? Like, I mean, I spent my whole morning like talking to the mermaids. This is my, this is my average Tuesday morning as I record this. <laughs> so that's possible. Like whatever you're curious about, like go into it. Like, is this possible here? Whatever in your, in your industry with your hobbies, like whatever you're like, eh, this isn't a full yes for me. Like, how could you innovate that? You've got to trust like a lot of these physiological symptoms and a lot of these mental health struggles people are going through. Like they're trying to guide you to something that's going to actually give you more freedom in your life. And where we, we are trapped in certain thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, ways of doing things that maybe we don't even realize we're trapped in. Like we don't even realize where it's chaining us or how it's chaining us. And it's not until we actually make the shift that we see like, whoa, I didn't even realize how tiring that was for me. I mean, I look back at like most of my life. I'm like, how the hell did I do any of that? It's just like all I knew. It's all I knew, right? Like if, if you grow up in a room with no windows, the sun looks too bright, (laughs) you know? It's like, you don't even know what that is. But how do we get the clarity on the next steps? This is what I really want to know. They're saying you can't skip the steps. You can't skip the steps and you have to also understand like you're not just going to be thrust into this <laughs> and not have the steps revealed, but it just feels like like I'll say right now. I just feel like what the hell? I think I got, I got clarity and then I'm confused again. And they're saying right now that it's going to be confusing going into it because you haven't done it before and it might not work and it's okay. You got to try things. But also there's more information that has to drop in, which will drop in on the other side of fully, fully releasing the old. I think I talked about this in a YouTube video about like something about like walking out of one room and through the hallway into another door, (laughs) something like that. I don't remember. Um, Trying new things. Once you've actually like accepted, okay, I'm going to release this way of doing things and I'm okay with doing it differently or in a way that might ruffle people's feathers or isn't in the norm. Okay, now watch what comes into your reality because the signs are in your reality. Like, like notice what's been popping up for you. And there's something about, you know, if you just took your journal or a piece of paper or whatever and you just started to dump out all your thoughts, like I know, this is what I know. These are all like different puzzle pieces that if you dump them all out and you could zoom out, you can see clearly like, this is what I know. What I know is I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Don't want to do that. Don't like that anymore. Honestly, I get exhausted when I do that. I feel frustrated when I do that. That does not excite me. Like just dump it all out. And then it's like, what I do know is I would like to add more of this energy into my life. I, I really enjoy when I do this. And like, it all might feel disconnected and, and not make any sense, but just put it all out and like leave it. They're saying for one to two days, then go back to it and just look at it. And this might even be like, if you have somebody in your life who you trust and ask them to like, be like, look, these are all my puzzle pieces. I'm a little too close to this. Could you look at this and reflect back to me what you're seeing here about the common thread? Because that, Ooh, this is it. What, what also is being unlocked right now, this goes back to like where we are going through this together. And that can feel like a very isolating process. And part of it is like detangling from everybody energetically. But the other piece of it is we're really, we've got to learn to trust each other and work with each other. Like this is actually collaborative energy, which we haven't been in a long time. It's hard to find real collaboration. It's more like, what can you do for me? And what can I do for you? It's more of that, that kind of exchange or like everybody out for themselves, that kind of thing. Um, this is like, actually to get through this, you're going to have to ask for support. 
you're going to have to ask for what you need. Like you're like, you're not going to make this shift into the next phase. And that's okay. Yeah. They're saying that's what's, that's what's blocking a lot of people. Like, because you're once again, wanting to do it yourself. And for you to actually fully get all the clarity you need, you're going to have to ask for support or help. Like there's something about this very open-hearted, like surrendered, vulnerable place of like just expressing to someone, whoever you feel comfortable with, like whoever is aligned for you to do this with, like there's going to be the opportunity, but this is the level up. This is the, I'm going to open my heart and express this vulnerability and be like, honestly, I just feel like I'm in the mud right now. <laughs> like I don't have my shit together. Like I, I don't feel great. I feel kind of freaking sad or I feel just like annoyed all the time. Like it, there's something about just being honest with it and like, and owning it and being like, to be honest, like I need help. Like, I don't know. Like I've been thinking about this and I don't want to, I, I can't figure this out on my own because there's going to be things that only other people can mirror for you. And that's like a huge level up for us right now, because a lot of us have really just been in this hyper independence or wanting to do it ourselves, shelling ourselves off from showing our vulnerabilities. And that's really what this is about. Like, let me tell you if there's a theme that's been coming up last two years, it's like, let your scars be seen. Let your imperfections show because they're not really imperfections. It's more your shame or guilt around it. That's the issue. It in itself just is. And there's nothing wrong at all. In fact, it's very empowering to just to be honest about, you know, when people say like, I had a call with a girlfriend yesterday and I was like, how are you? And she was like, I'm doing well. How are you? And I was like, honestly, freaking horrible like I feel like a piece of shit right now and she was like she starts laughing she's like okay if I'm being honest I feel like a piece of shit too right now I'm like great let's talk about it like there's something about that where then okay we've broken past this wall there's a lot of walls that got to get broken down right now like and where where in your life you're trying to keep a certain image like I'm okay I'm good I can do this myself like the, like anywhere where you are very resistant to other people helping you or seeing your emotions or seeing the real you like get ready for that shit to fall down uh, and it's much better to just willingly choose to say I'm going to show ex- and express how how I feel right now than to have the universe create or your higher self rather create a scenario where you're forced to do that like it's much better and easier and feels better to just do it yourself to decide rather than to have it thrust upon you open up your heart stop trying to pretend you're fine when you're not stop trying to do it yourself when you know you just need to ask for help like ask somebody who who knows ask somebody who's can can reflect it to you like ask a professional ask a friend ask a family member like this is not the time to keep living from the ego of like I have to do it myself or I don't want anybody to know there's something about like the vulnerability the weak spot like and this is the real shadow work right? Like, cause if we still feel like I don't want people to see this vulnerability or I don't want people to see this like weak spot, we still haven't integrated that part of ourselves. We still haven't fully loved ourselves. Damn. Hmm. They just keep saying, be patient. And so you're, that's what you are learning is to be patient. And like, it's our ego that just wants it to be done. But there's actually so much recalibrating. Like this is a big one. It's a big one. And there's a lot of, a lot of the answers that we need are really only going to come through in our spiritual practice, whatever that is for you. In your meditation, like in your spiritual connection, like whatever is a spiritual practice for you, that is where the answers are really going to come through. And it's through this open heartedness and this vulnerability we're really going to see like who can meet me who can see me can i let myself really be loved cuz you have to show yourself and be honest about your feelings if you want somebody to be able to actually love you otherwise it's just the the illusion the wall the projection this is about honesty and being honest about things that we can't even see we're not being fully honest about because it's not intentional. It's just, I I can't even see this. I, I think I'll do, okay, I want to answer this question. So basically, somebody said, because I feel like this goes, goes in. 
Um, my question has to do with what I'm assuming is an ego death. Um, how do you healthfully mourn the loss? And especially, how do you healthfully fill that void now with something more aligned? Um, and then she goes on to describe some things she's moved through and overcome. Um, I know that no, now that she's no longer engaging with that, I feel she feels an ongoing emptiness. So she healed from something, but now that it's no longer part of her life, she feels an ongoing emptiness and oppression that has to do with this enormous vacancy she has. Not that it needs to be filled necessarily, but all that time, energy, focus, etc., needs a new place to be directed. And I feel completely directionless. I find my situation bittersweet in the sense that I'm thrilled about letting go of this thing that had such an unhealthy grasp on me for years and see this as an opportunity to fill that with something completely new and wonderful. But simultaneously, I'm caught in the I don't know trap and my days feel dull and boring as I don't see my life going anywhere. I hope this makes sense as to what I'm asking and what you can take from it as a podcast discussion. Yeah, and I think like this is so perfect for this for this time right now. Um, I'm just gonna bring Isis in for a sec and <laughs> finish it up. <clears throat> it's a pleasure to be back with you all today and I love these discussions around the death and rebirth process. You're going to notice that your life truly shifts when you embrace it, when you love it, when you work with the chaos. If it's already going to happen, you might as well just enjoy it. You might as well have fun with it. That's how you really take your power back. So start to pay attention to what your energy is around the experience itself, what your energy is around the ego death, the transformation, the death and rebirth itself. Because if you are in the energy of fear or resistance, that's telling you something. You can decide to transmute that into enjoyment, into play, into creation, because that is what it is to create. You are turning one thing into another. You are taking a blank canvas, a painting brush, paints, and you are creating something different altogether. And maybe you use up all the paint. Do you mourn the loss of the paint? Perhaps. But it's simply been a shifting of energy to create something different. When you know that you're going to consistently go through transformation in your life, move through death and rebirth, you are going to consistently feel disempowered and distraught if you are moving through it, relating to it with an energy of fear or anger. It's going to happen. So you might as well learn to love it. And this is going to mirror for a lot of you, your relationship with your bodies and change with your bodies. And Christina's getting nervous. I'm about to get off track. This could be a completely other podcast episode, but something that is a very strong energy in your collective, this, Christina does not like that I'm going this direction, <laughs> is how much you resist the natural process of your body, how much you resist this this process of aging, so to speak. It's just resistance is something that's naturally going to occur. And so you, you spend so much of your life unnecessarily in resistance to yourself. When, why not just play with it? Why not embrace it? Why not love it? Why not every love every iteration of yourself? Why not own it? Why not see how you are expressed at different ages, at different times in your life as a badge of honor, as something to aspire to, it's all in your perception with it. And so what will help you break apart a lot of the stuck energy is to own it, is to work with it. It's similar to how if somebody has something mean to say to you, if they bully you, if they say something rude, you can either cower, you can either respond with anger or fear or sadness, make yourself feel small, or you can hear their words and let it mean nothing. You can laugh about it. You can not give it any power. You can respond with love. You can make another joke with it. You don't have to give it more significance. Learning to work with it is going to unlock a lot for you. But moving into this question about this 
emptiness and the sadness, what I'd offer to you is when you release things that are no longer serving you, when you make the choice to transition out of something that's no longer serving you, and perhaps you feel the sense of emptiness and the sadness, what this is, is really just a revelation of energies that have been underneath what was covering it the whole time. What you were previously engaging in was the band-aid, but underneath those emotions were there, those energies were there, and now those are able to fully come to light. And so it is to honor those emotions, it is to allow yourself to feel those emotions, to move them through, to let yourself go through the anger, the grief, as your channel previously described, because you are simply able to fully see the clarity now. So was it really that you were full before and now you released it, now you feel empty? Or was it that it was empty all along, but what you were previously engaged in was simply a covering, a lid on top of the emptiness that you were already feeling. It was a distraction. It was an illusion. And so when you release what's no longer serving you, the illusions fall apart and the truth comes to light. And so the, as you might say, healthy way to move through this I'm not sure I desire to, to use that language, but what I will offer as a perspective is a way that can be helpful and supportive if it resonates for you to move through it is to allow yourself to look at and face and feel those emotions and perhaps even ask, when did those really start and how long have I really been feeling those? And when was the last time that I felt the fullness, that I felt the inspiration? You can get caught in the emotions, the energies that you are tapping into in this moment, or you can allow them to move through. When you decide that they can move through because energy is always moving, things are always changing. Now you get to actually be creative and play with the open space. So here you are with a blank canvas. And how exciting is that? That you get to paint, that you get to create anything you desire. And you still have your previous painting and it's beautiful and it's there and you can learn from it and you've grown from it and it served its purpose, but now there is a new painting that wants to be created. And so what's the new color scheme? What's the new theme? What's the new style? You actually get to reinvent yourself in a brand new way and you get to start from scratch. And that can be a very helpful way to start to look at your current situation. This is something that we have been inviting your channel to do. We've been prompting her if you were starting from ground zero right now with all of these different areas of your life, what would you do? And she realized how she was trying to sort through what to do next as if it was a different iteration of what she did before, as if it was something that had to be a linear logical next step from what she did before. And that was restricting, that was limiting in terms of what she could imagine or create or anchor into or receive from her higher self. And when she started to think about it as if she was starting from ground zero and she knew nothing, all she knew was what brings her joy and what lights her up, what would she decide to do? And just let yourself play in that space of creation. So yes, it might feel very bittersweet, it might feel good in some ways to let some things go, it might feel sad in some ways to grieve the old versions of yourself, to grieve past relationships, to grieve what was. And in this question so beautifully put, she says, see this as an opportunity to fill that with something completely new and wonderful as it is, but says, I'm caught in the I don't know trap and my days feel dull. And boring as if my life is not going anywhere. Here's the thing. This is the exploration. This is the blank space. This is the trial and error. And you might need to try out a few different styles or color schemes on this new canvas before you see the one and you know the one. This is about trying things on and letting yourself respond to it. Letting yourself see how it feels for you. Letting your body give you some more information. This is about getting out of your current routine if you're looking for something new, it won't be found within your current same old routine. You need to start switching up your routine. You need to start trying different things, communicating with different people, 
doing things out of order than you usually do. Going to places that you wouldn't usually go to. Having new conversations. Switch up the energy. Do something to deviate from a normal path so there is an opportunity for something new to come in. Many of you desire something new or you desire to manifest something, but you haven't opened the door or many doors for the universe to deliver you that information or that person or that thing. So open your doors. See what wants to get delivered. When you keep telling yourself you don't know, you are creating that reality. What's important is to align with the knowing that you do know. Your higher self knows. Remind yourself of this. My higher self knows. I am being guided directly to my path of highest alignment. This is all happening for me. You just have to take one step at a time. You just have to follow the next step of your highest joy, of your inspiration, and see where it leads you. See what excites you. This is how energy shifts. You are all meant to start following what excites you. You are all meant to start following what makes you feel creative, what makes you feel innovative, what makes you feel connected, what makes you feel fulfilled. And it's okay if when you find something that sparks that energy that you can't immediately put all the pieces together in terms of how this will affect your entire life or how you could make this your career because many of you limit yourselves because you find something that you're excited about and then you're trying to figure out the entire rest of the path and you're not meant to. Being in that, that vibration of joy, of excitement, of creativity, of fulfillment, of connection allows your energy body to be radiating that frequency, which means more of that frequency is going to find you. And more puzzle pieces will get drawn to you. And clarity will come. I bet there was once a time when you enjoyed the liminal stage. I bet there was once a time when you loved not having to figure it all out. And what if you viewed it as not having to figure it all out, but rather allowing things to be revealed to you? When you think about finishing a grade in elementary school and that liminal stage, that in-between transitionary stage of summer and no responsibilities and just enjoying and just living. And you could figure out the rest when the next school year came around. And you enjoyed it. What if you let yourself figure it out? It's often the pressure of trying to figure it out that is not allowing you to see because there is where the resistance is. And so what you're being pushed to learn is releasing resistance, is allowing yourself to live fully in curiosity, to let yourself receive and to living in the present, not having to figure it all out. What's underneath this is also, what's the right way to do this? And that in itself is something that you get to release. What if there's not a right way to do it? Many of you want to know, what's the right way to do this? What's the right way to do that? It's underneath all of the questions you ask. What's the right way to connect with my spirit guides? What's the right way to move through my death and rebirth? We can offer perspective. But the right way doesn't truly exist. There are just different ways. And when that's the real question underneath what you're asking, for those of you listening, why is it that you have to figure out what the right way really is? What are you trying to protect yourself from? Where do you not trust yourself? Because if you believe there's a right way, you think there's just some way laid out by someone who seems to be the authority of all that you're meant to calibrate to and that you're desires, your intuition might not be correct with what the right way is. And do you see how that in itself is going to create non-resonance in, in the system because you are not fully trusting yourself. And so this is about boldly trusting yourself. That is the opportunity in a death and rebirth process. You get to boldly trust yourself. You get to make the next move, try something on without knowing how it's going to work out. You get to Love yourself through it all. Have fun through it all. Give yourself grace through it all and release the pressure off yourself because that is what this is going to train you to do. It's going to train you to live in a way where you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself, to stay one way all the time, to figure it all out. Or you can actually just let yourself enjoy the present moment 
enjoy where you're at right now and let the magic of the universe come into play. Let the miracles come into play. Let yourself receive. Let yourself be pleasantly surprised by who and what pop into your reality where you get to actually live in this beautiful flow of inspiration and following your intuition, that moment, that beautiful moment that feels so good when you feel your intuition say, do this thing, say this. And suddenly courage and boldness overcome you and you do the thing and you feel like you're flying high. This is what it feels like to live in alignment. And so it's a complete repatterning of how you move through the world. That might feel scary for your ego at first, but it is what your soul is craving on the deepest level. So just try it on because the old way hasn't worked. And so you must try something new. That's where I will leave this for today. I hope this was supportive for you all. And know that we are always supporting you in your transformation. Do not be afraid to ask for your spirit team. Do not be afraid to call upon me, goddess Isis, to support you. Do not be afraid to call upon Anubis. We are energies that are here to support you and protect you and guide you through your transformation. Because you do not have to do it alone and you are not meant to. We send you lots of love. All right. Thanks, Isis. So I will wrap up there. I hope that was helpful. If you enjoyed this, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina the channel and tag at Christina the channel podcast so we can repost you and say a big thank you. Um, yeah, I want to hear how your, your transformation is going. Definitely share in the forum. Uh, if anything's coming up for you, leave a comment on the YouTube video. If you, uh, can relate and enjoy this too. All the interaction is, is always so much appreciated and we're in it together. Us and the guides. Don't worry guys. All right, that's it for today. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.